God is doing so many things. And so guys, with a little bit of time left, we have 10 minutes. Shortest sermon ever. Fake. Open up to Judges. And I just want to encourage you. In Judges chapter 6, this is where we ended last week. You guys remember last week's story? It's the story of Deborah, the judge, and Barak, her military leader. And as God led them in victory over Sisera, the bad guy, the Canaanite commander. And Sisera, his name means battlefield, battlefield of the mind. And he was a bad guy, man. And they took him down as Deborah and Jael and Barak teamed up together. Look at the last verse of chapter five. It says, but those, it says that thus let all of your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in full strength. Stop right there, eyes up here. There's saints and there's ain'ts. That's it. There's those that are in and those that are out. There's those that love God and those that do not love God, period. And what Deborah says in her song is those who do not love the Lord, they're going to perish. It's just the way it is. But she gives an opportunity. She gives an invitation. Those who love the Lord God will be like the sun when it comes out in full strength. They'll be unstoppable, immovable, impenetrable. They'll be the ones that God uses in the last days and in this days. And my encouragement, our encouragement to you and to me is to be that group of people. Simply love God. You might go through your list right now and go, what do I have to do to get cleaned up? What do I have to do to be usable? What do I have to do to qualify? Eh, wrong questions. The question is, is do you love God? Because Jesus boiled it down this simply. He said, the greatest commandment is this, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. For on it swing all of the laws and the prophets, all the do's and the don'ts and the vows and the they's and the things. It all is summed up in your walk with Jesus Christ. Do you love God? I am so glad he made it that simple because when you love him, you become more like him. You become more available to him. It says in the last part of verse 31, and so the land had rest for 40 years. 40 years is about the generation, about the length of a generation. It's about the length of a good revival that if kept hot and kept stoked will keep going. But we see this number 40 repeated over and over and over. God does something amazing and it burns for a while. But listen, here's the challenge today. Inevitably, ultimately, if not stewarded, if not cared for, if not been aware of, it will ultimately, like good campfire, burn down and have less heat, more smoke, and less purpose. And here's my challenge for you and for me. The Lord wants to use you. He wants to take you as you are. He wants you to simply do the next right thing. And he wants you to press in. But the temptation you face is the same temptation I face, which is the temptation of apathy and atrophy and laziness and sinfulness and all of the things that still remain within. And God wants us to even today cry out to him. As a matter of fact, let's study. You guys remember that the book of Judges is entitled in our study of it, Stories of Failures and Forgiveness. How many of you guys since becoming a Christian, since putting your life right, have failed once or twice? Raise your hands if you failed. Okay, if you didn't raise your hand, you're a liar and a failure. Good, good job, you know. Welcome to church. Man, you've blown it. I've blown it. We blow it. It's going to happen over and over. What do we do when we blow it? Where do we go? Let's read a few of these verses and we'll study them next week and the week beyond as well. It says, then verse one of chapter six, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And so the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Midianites for seven years. Stop right there, eyes up here. Let me just pull out this thought in the time we have left. 
When did they do evil in the sight of the Lord? When they had peace for 40 years. When they were in a time of complacency, I'll use a different word, prosperity. I need to put this challenge out because we here in America are still in a place of prosperity, whether you know it or not. Gas is four and a half dollars a gallon now, and it's getting crazy. Inflation has taken over. Uncertainty and chaos are all over the place, but we are still in a season of prosperity, whether you believe it or not. And that is a dangerous place to be. Because in seasons of prosperity, if you're not applying disciplines and purposes to your life, you're going to find yourself just like the children of Israel doing evil in the sight of the Lord. I love prosperity. I love comfort. I love ease. I love peace. Somebody say amen. Amen. But listen, if you're not applying purpose and discipline during those seasons of peace and complacency and prosperity, it ultimately will become a curse to you and your life will get out of control. This happens not just spiritually, but relationally, physically, in our diets, financially. Have you ever found yourself not taking care of your physical body or your relationships or your spiritual body or your finances, not taking stewardship over those very important areas of your life only to get to a season where all of a sudden, uh-oh, and the doctor wants to talk and the lawyer wants to talk and the cops want to talk and you're in trouble. Has this ever happened to you? And your friends don't want to talk to you and it's all out of control? I take comfort in this. Because as we study this story, it's the same as my story. It's the same as your story. And yet God wants to give us an opportunity today to say, I don't know if my relationships are exactly what they should be. I don't know if my finances are exactly where they should be. I don't know if my physical body is exactly where it should be. I don't know if my relationship with the Lord vertically is exactly where it should be. And the Lord says, what are you going to do about it? And as you cry out to the Lord, like the children of Israel do, let's just read a few verses and we'll study this in detail as we have more time. It says, and the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel because the Midianites and the children of Israel made for themselves dens and the caves and the strongholds which are in the mountains. Man, I want to unpack this and I want to teach it right. But did you notice what happens when they find themselves not disciplining themselves to stay tight with the Lord? They live in dens and caves and strongholds. Okay, this is not good. We're going to call it different. This is humiliating. But you know what God does through humiliating seasons of our lives is he humbles us. He gets our attention. And if you find yourself living in a den or a stronghold or in a hole in the ground because of your decisions, because of your actions, did you know it's because the Lord loves you? The Lord loves you too much to let you sin successfully. Somebody say amen. He loves you too much to let you sin successfully. Your sin, your rebellion, your laziness will eventually get called out and evidenced in one shape or another, both vertically and horizontally, because the Lord loves you. He wants to get your attention. He says, don't waste your life. I've got things I want to do, things that are happening right now. Oh, the distractions are many. There's all kinds of things you could be doing and things that you might be doing. But what I'm doing is the most important and my grace is sufficient for you. Guys, I'm not gonna be able to read the rest of the text. I want you to do this on your own. But did you know that the children of Israel after seven years of this cry out to the Lord and the Lord delivers them? Seven years. Is seven years a long time? Just go with me. It's a long time. Why did they wait seven years? I don't know. Why do you wait? Why is prayer repentance not our first resort, but oftentimes it's our last resort? 
I am so grateful for the grace of Jesus Christ, for the gospel of our Lord and Savior, that when I blow it, that when we blow it, when they, when they blow it, we can call upon the name of the Lord and we can be forgiven and we can be restored and we can be saved. Guys, I wish I had more time. You're gonna have to come back next week. I'm gonna ask Toby to come up and lead us in worship actually. Father's Day. My dad snuck in the back. He's right there. Love you, Dad. The Lord is for us. He's not against us. You have an opportunity even today to say, Lord, would you just take my life? Take me right where I am. Use me for your glory. Lord, keep me from the things of this world that will hurt me. Teach me, Lord, to pray. Cause my life to be useful for you. And if you study the story of Gideon in Judges chapter 6, and seven and eight, you'll see that God can take anybody and he will not turn anybody away that calls upon him. So I'm gonna ask you guys to bow your heads and to close your eyes right now as we prepare to sing this song. This song is called The Blessing. It's just a blessing. And the Lord wants to bless you, wants to minister to you. And I trust that the Holy Spirit, even today, we've covered a lot of ground and talked about a lot of things that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you and said, I see you there. I see you. I see your church today. I see you're seeking me. I see you're in a battle right now. That's not easy for you. You got questions. You got hurts. And you got anger. I see it. The Lord sees all of this in your life and he says, come to me. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus promises to walk with you through every valley, through every shadow, through every difficulty. Not only will he be with you and he'll never leave you, but the Bible says that Jesus forgives you all of your sins, past, present, and future. All the things you wish you would have never done, all the things that you wish you could have accomplished, the Lord covers in his grace. And what he asks us to do is to simply respond to him, to trust in him, and to let him take us as we are. Before we sing this song, I'm gonna have you stand in just a minute. If you're here this morning, and you would simply say, Lord, take me as I am right now. Take me today, Lord. I need help. I don't wanna leave this church today the same as I came in. I need to leave different. I need some restoration. I need some peace. I need some deliverance. I need some help. I just need whatever you have. Whatever you choose for me, Lord, I'll take because I trust you. You're my Father in heaven. I trust you. And I give my life to you. And I ask you to use me in whatever way you seem right. Whatever way, Lord. If that's you, if you're here this morning, you need the Lord to be your Lord, to be your Savior, to fill you in that way. Would you just right now, everyone's got their heads bowed and eyes closed. Would you raise up your hand right now? Hands everywhere everywhere surrendering to the lord just keep your hand up it's powerful this is between you and the lord you know there's more battles to come you know it's not going to be easy for you out there we got donuts for the fathers and we had some laughs but there are things out there that are going to test you and god's calling you and if you would just surrender to him this morning say yeah lord fill me and anoint me just raise up your hand right now. Join these. There's literally dozens and hundreds of people raising their hand. Would you just join them? Say, yeah, Lord, give me, give me whatever you want. Lord, I surrender to you. Father, my hand is up to you in Jesus' name. I need it, Lord. I'm so thankful for what you've done. But Lord, I believe you want to do more. It, it freaks me out. And so I just surrender to you and say, yes, Lord, take me as I am. 
Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Use me for your glory. And may your blessings be upon me. May your blessings be upon this church. May your blessings be upon this community, Lord. Change and regenerate Newport. Save lives, Lord. Change families. Restore souls. Do a greater work than we could ever imagine. And may everybody give you all the glory and all the credit and all the praise. We thank you, Lord, for all you've done. Would you all stand with me as we sing this song? This will be our final song for the day as we worship him and go about our day. God bless you guys. Let's sing together.